1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com Welcome to the family.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: It is your instant match reaction for Everton nil, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1. Very similar to the opening week of the season. I've got Mark Mosey, Dave Downey, Emma Kosh, Les Roberts... A Matt Flosk. Everyone wants in On this Oh Les has gone off already uh, in, true, in true Park End style uh, He's gone early um, I my glass of coke That's what it was uh, I'm going I'm to uh, I was just saying I'm going to do something A little bit different this year So each week on these podcasts I'm going to pick someone At random at the start I'm going to say Give me a 30 second summary Of that football match uh, And I'm going to start off with With Mark Mosey So Mark You've got 30 seconds Anyway, who didn't watch that football match explain it to them in 30 seconds
3: well this being the first time we've ever done this there's no previous but I can guarantee you now if you listen back to this equivalent podcast in one two or three seasons time this 30 second summary will be the same because this is getting all a bit Groundhog Day um, Everton battering at the door for 20 minutes, getting everyone inside the stadium, thinking that they're going to see some actual positive football. And then the realisation that you've got a bad manager, (laughs) some bad football players, a bad owner, a bad stadium. The grass isn't even cut nice. Everything about the place is horrible. Um, Try as they might to do the unthinkable of score a football goal. It seems well beyond us. And... Despite finding their goalkeeper twenty-five times in the air, <laughs> our goalkeeper couldn't do it once. We're destined to go down. We've got bad players. We've got no money, and I hate everything about them.
1: Oh, I mean, that, that was that was that was a great effort for the uh, for the first time of that. Um, we could just end it now. We could just end it now, really. Um, we need one for thirty minutes. Still, this game. But yeah, um, but in all in all seriousness, Dave, um, no goals, no points. Um, no hope after that or not
4: that's right um, I said the first thing I said on Twitter then. Is we've got five days to save ourselves I think because it's that blunt isn't it now but um, the way we can see when we can see goals I think now we've actually only had five shots on target in what 360 minutes of play um, I actually thought we. Put, this is similar to what Flusk said the other day About what, how we got on uh, Against Against Fulham In the first day I actually thought A lot of it was okay um, I thought we, we looked Quite attacking at times um, Dan Juma Playing up front as well we, we, we spoke about That early days Didn't we and When he first got him That he had that Versatility in his game Thought that looked decent um, But then the, the felt a sense Of that inevitability Everyone getting frustrated When we're not having Any shots on goal um, And then there were Some players today Who were really Really shit um, and I'll start. I'll start with Patterson because I, I thought he was dreadful. Then I put just second was uh, Ashley Young, um, but also I I mean, just
1: His set pieces are getting a whole section. Yeah, yeah,
4: so. I mean, essentially, that's why you've signed someone like him is to get a cross into the box for calvert and That's probably bread and butter for us when we're trying to attack in games. But the, every single cross went to Sa and goal for them. Um, Any time he put the ball in, the keepers just catching it with ease. So he, he was at left back. Patterson, I thought, was worse on the right. And then Onana, I think I'm going to pick out mostly as well because I just don't see the hype over him. There's a lot of hype when we spent that much money for him. There's a lot of hype because of internationally what he's like for this country. But he just goes missing for me. And he's looking like a bit of a myth. That's not to say there aren't people around him that affect that sort of thing. But when you've got Decore being head and shoulders above everybody else in one game... That speaks a lot And
5: that's not to doubt him But that speaks a lot Of the players Alongside them I thought My my turn Is it Okay I mean (laughs) Last season I went to watch Manchester City And I was absolutely Blown away Because they did Something amazing And it was basically One player would get the ball And then pass it Across the field To the other player's feet And then they Cross (laughs) the ball And it would go onto their player's head And I thought That's really clever that And I went to to watch Ipswich Town in League One and they did the same thing. Pass, collect, cross, header. And it was really good. I was walking through Sefton Park the other day and I saw some kids do it as well. pass the ball, two feet, cross on the head. It was really good. And I thought, if someone can teach Everton players to do that, we might have a chance. Um, We we, uh, might be able to raise some money by doing some sort of charity £5 for every cross we put in the goalies' hands because we might get the money for the new stadium that way. Uh, But otherwise, what really, really annoyed me, as I think I've alluded to here, is the the lack of basics, really. Uh, uh, Yeah, the lack of final quality is is obviously not good, and we we didn't have enough shots of quality. But just the really basic stuff of being able to pass the ball, control it, and move it on without looking like we're completely panicking. Uh, I think... I, I had a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of sympathy for Deitch sticking with the same team over and over because one thing we saw today is a lot of players really didn't look familiar with each other. A lot of passes where one player saw a run that another player simply did not see. So we watched the ball just floating into the ether. Uh, and a lot of players getting confused. And the fact that Tarkovsky and Pickford, who played together for more than a season now, could, could get so confused. We're, we're lucky that Fabio Silva's useless. <laughs> um, but Southside it obviously wasn't useless and that's why once again no goals no points not looking good uh, Les oh he's, oh he's back he's back, he's back,
1: in, he's back in the room um, just very downbeat start to the podcast mate what are your overall thoughts on, on that? I'm not going to bring any joy and happiness I'm afraid <laughs>
0: um,
6: <laughs> although do you know what Like I was, I was thinking before uh, did, so Obviously, I always like to take everyone back to the 80s or 90s. Um, there we go. Okay, okay. There we go. <laughs> Scrolls all around. Right, the benchmark, the benchmark for terrible starts has got to be Mike Walker, 94, 95. I think we had nine points in November, three of them. I think we got the last week in August, in October. Um, we've still got a stretch to go to that, but we're well on our way. It's like y- you, can't, you can't dominate two home games like that against you know what are probably going to be two. Well, Wolves are going to be there about... Allegation for that. Fulham will probably be decent mid table side at best. Um, you can't be dominating games like that, not taking chances and expecting to come out of it with something because that that's two like, classic smash and grab aways now. And you can't put any fault on your away teams because they've ridden what they've needed to ride out and they've taken the one chance they've got. Fulham, to be fair, sorry, uh, Wolves, to be fair, they like. Won... I do mean,
1: today was as smash and grab, was it? It
6: wasn't, no They had one disallowed. They had that one they should have buried when Pickford and Tarkovsky balls up. But, um, yeah, I think as Ed was saying, then it's just no... The side's completely incoherent, isn't it? Another thing that did me add in today as well was Lewis Dobbin getting taken off. It felt like the easy substitution to make. Now, for my money, I said against Fulham as well, Nathan Patterson's been dreadful this season. I would have hooked him, put Garner at right-back. Determined to play a midfielder at right-back, aren't I? <laughs> stuck, it, stuck him there. Um, stuck Jan, Dan Juma on the right Kept up him where he was Or put them either side And then put the up front But it was the easy substitution to make Wasn't it? You know the, the inexperienced player He's had a good 60 odd minutes But we'll bring him off now There was no reason to that At all As you said Ashley Young looked absolutely terrible I think Matt's message in the group before We've got a left back on the bench for the bait but you're right yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> theoretically
2: yeah nothing else he's a specialist left back Yeah, you know that, that's his position second, his, his first full season and his second half season yeah. in the Premier League now's the time to play him and see exactly what kind of player he's going to be, are, are, might, be grab- are we doing this thing though where like there's just they're all bad players <laughs> yes
1: and like they, 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 you know Mikulenko at the end of last season was like he is a massive problem and now it's like oh well he's not actually Young so maybe maybe he's not, he's, bad, he's right? not that bad actually like, is it just law that they're all quite bad thing. oh they
7: are all very very bad all I'm going to say is that I was not going to drink today because I am very 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 hungover but I am stood here right now back on it because I am ready to hurt my liver all over again that is all I have to add and actually my hook Ian got to play up front much to I'm sure everyone's too late yeah. Just on 20 minutes
6: earlier just on the Ashley Young thing you know he's played off he's played all pre-season in our open three games he's 38 so he looked good in pre-season, and he's the player who you're gonna bring in, like to fill in. You would have thought not to be the first choice left back, and you know that's that's not his fault. He's he's not gonna have the legs to do that. I know he, he played about 20 odd games for Villa last season. I think that was at right back, but he he shouldn't be playing that many games. He shouldn't be in every single game. Um, it's just it's just pathetic top top to bottom, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Matt, <laughs> um, this is a big podcast today. I didn't. I didn't think it was that bad. We played much worse last season and got points. Do you think it was on par with Fulham? Because you said similar things to that. Very uh, similar to Fulham, yeah. Very similar to Fulham. I think part of our pre-season training must have been taking a machine gun to a mirror shop. (laughs) Because we look cursed, don't we? We just look cursed. Fulham, you could say, was bad finishing. Today, we had, once again, a goalie playing out of his skin. I mean, that one was it flagged in the end but it comes back off the post and into his hands was that flagged in the end yeah, that one uh,
1: Dan Duma.
4: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like,
2: things like that going on it's like bloody hell I mean I don't know I, I, I think we're miss, making I, chances I, I think
1: missing a header from
2: three yards out is not bad luck that's, that's not being true. cursed that's no, just no, awful no, finishing no but yeah absolutely yeah but um, well I mean it wasn't really a miss was it it was brilliantly saved but yeah I, walk, I walked away from that game feeling confused more than anything because I can see how we can turn it around if we just get a little bit of a rub and one of them goes in shoulders lift a bit more but it's just it's just very weird it's like I don't feel like we're doomed because we look for me we look better than we did in the run-in last season when we were blundering our way to safety I mean yeah I've, I haven't really got much to say other than get Ashley Young out the start of the 11. <laughs> it's just on, it's- he's not a left back we've got a specialist left back I'm, just I'm
3: actually finding it quite difficult to, like, figure out where to point the finger in terms of worst individual performance. Um, I, I thought Ash, Ashley Young obviously had a bad game, but, I, it, you know, whether whether we're just glamorising that or whether all of the other lads around him were terrible as well, but he, he didn't, it didn't stand out to me as someone who had, like, an unbelievably bad game. But I think that's just, that's just a... The nature of having a lot of bad footballers is that they all kind of just naturally blend <laughs> into one. Um, you know, it's. We were saying earlier that in, in seasons gone by, I've always. Yeah, I know it's only late August here and anything could happen, but I've always had something to hang my hat on in terms of, you know, if this happens, then Everton will be fine. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, we had we had people like Richarlson, we had Dominic Calvert Lewin. You know, there's enough. Uh, that, that season in particular, I thought we are too good to go down, as as cursing as it is. I I, I thought that that was very true that year and ultimately it turned out to be the case. Um, Last year you always thought, well, we can always sack the manager and we can always just sell our souls to someone like Sean Dyche. He'll come in and play terrible football, but he probably knows how to get the best out of people and he'll keep us in the league. And it happened. And now I just think we're left with a group of lads who... I don't think any of us have got any emotional attachment to, or any sort of fondness in terms of being a technically good footballer. There is nothing in that playing squad that I would miss tomorrow if it wasn't here. And in Sean Dyche, you know, we, we've gone down that route. We, he, he's essentially the he's the upmarket Sam Allardyce, isn't he? Ultimately, like that—that's that, essentially what we've chosen to be as a football club. Um, you know. He's bringing Michael Keane on with five minutes left, and he looks like a raffle winner on the right wing. As someone who could, <laughs> who could possibly go on and play ten minutes for Everton, lad. Um, it's. There is, there's no structured plan about how Everton scored a goal, progress up the pitch, win a football match. It all, Everything about the whole football team for 90 minutes feels like a coin toss. Um, and sadly, the biggest coin toss is on 70 minutes when Everton realised that, shit, we haven't scored a goal, we've somehow managed to stay in the game, but one of us have got to go for it here. And twice in succession at Goodison Park, We've managed to, to to pass points on to teams that I think will ultimately struggle for the whole season. And you know, we, we we going back six weeks here to the middle of June and the fixture list came out. You know, we all know the teams that we've got to play, but we all looked at August and thought that that's a decent kind of bed yourselves in. Let's forget about the bad seasons that we've had sort of run, and it, it ain't going to get any easier than Fulham and Wolves at home. And you know. Aston Villa away wasn't the most daunting prospect I'm looking at Sheffield United away next week on telly on the early kickoff. That that feels like the derby because we've got absolutely no chance of showing any form of backbone and going to any other Premier League ground and getting anything um, quite honestly now I'd, I'd just take one going in off someone's arse just to prove that there isn't a big fuck-off piece of cellophane in front of the other, other opposition goal but um, I think that you know, this was a very impulsive thought when it came out of the ground, but even on the back of the last couple of seasons, I I haven't felt the sense of impending and obvious relegation before like I have today. Because you just look at those lads and you just think, there's nothing there. Like, they, not only are they, are they obviously quite poor at football, but we watched them last Sunday just sack off a footy match after half an hour because they realised they'd gone one down. They thought... Mm, we're we're actually not good enough to do this, and that that's that's the first away game of the season. You know that if if how Sean, long
1: does this season feel like it's been going on for? By the way, it's only three weeks in. But, it's like the for, middle some, of
3: April or something like that. Like you know, if if Sean Dyche's Everton haven't got the quality that you expect them to have, then you hold your hands up and say, well, this is Sean Dyches-Everton. Like, other teams are going to have better footballers on us. They're going to play better football. They're going to be set up better, and they're probably going to win games. Um, If Sean Dyches-Everton can't be gritty, horrible, tough to score against, you know... Have a little bit of a robust nature about them. Then what is the point? And, and you know, I'm, we've been here too many times to say die shells, Lampard, House, everyone else. You know, there's. I don't. I don't know a, a man who could come in and do a better job. Um, but it, it does all feel a little bit aimless when. The, the, the manager is very limited, and his limited skill set is is failing us as well. Um, I, I I just feel as like you know we we've been circling the drain for a couple
4: of years here, and you know the, the plug definitely feels like it's been pulled at this point. I think that was an excellent point that Mosey made there about not having a, a general connection you're not you're not attached to the players who, who play for us now like when you're seeing them and like you're screaming on someone like we've always done you know when a, a kid comes on the pitch like can come on at the end Shemitah came on like that's something we're normally all up for debut He's you know he's come in as like a talented player it's not, he's just still sat
1: there aren't you there thinking a bit of a lift when they do oh, come yeah, on like the um, do you know what I sort of think now? And this is probably harsh on him. Was like, if we've signed them, they're probably going to be crap. thats like sort of—that's like sort of in my head now. It's was like, when did we last sign a good yeah. player? Like you know,
4: that's the, the inevitabilities. Like it does feel like that. Um, I do have one positive though. One positive. I'm not trying to talk like Sean Dice did and uh, Tarkovsky did last week, saying there's loads of positives. We only got we only got B four 0 It could have been weird. There's
3: only 17 left.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, Brantwaite yeah. I thought Brantwaite was brilliant um, he did everything he was required to do at centre back um, I don't want to say it too close to Laura but I think Tarkovsky was com- <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was completely at fault for their goal I, I, I that they scored And,
1: and the goalkeeper either. as well
4: pa- yeah. Pickford Pass- can come favorite. for it you can automatically go for the lad You can you know, throw his hands like a foot above the head that, that's something you're going to do automatically but he doesn't even seem to move on that big lad that came on for Wolves who was like 9 foot tall he didn't that's even attempt to try and get it Um and yet yeah, the, the changes that he makes, I just they look like desperation already. The type yeah. of thing you do when you're going towards the end of the season. You, de- you know, you throw Michael Keane on front. Yeah. We've five, ten to go. And like I said before, before we start, you've got five days to try and do something about this and try and save it. I'm not going to do it. They're simply not going to do it. They'll go and get one loan. I reckon on a striker or maybe a centre back as well. But I don't look at the, that 11, or let's say the 19 in total, and think, there's 11 I've picked there who I think can actually fight this now. It doesn't look like there's any sort of get-up-and-fight from these lads, does it? Where the stages when Dice came in, you're thinking, this is a Sean Dice side, the game against Arsenal at home. When he comes in, you're thinking, that's how you get out of a relegation, fight this fella, knows what it's all about. And I don't know whether, how far I'm getting between, and maybe somewhere in the middle of me faulting him, and how shit everyone else is. Because I don't know whether I'm looking at thinking, well, wow, he's getting the absolute best out of all these. But then we are looking at them thinking, this is a pile of shite. What's, they must, Sean Dice must go into work thinking, I wish I weren't in today. Am phone in sick? <laughs> Somewhere between those two. And th- that's just a toxic place to be. Because if we're losing games and you can say, Sean Dice can't do any more about this. I'm, I'm thinking, all right, fine. I feel sorry for the fella. Then you guys think that there's something... That he can't do, or he's doing as much as he can. I don't think he's doing as much as he can Add these players. they attacked by a wasp. Ears, <laughs> <great>. <laughs> best, you, best, yeah. best chance I've seen all night from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was saying the, the question was like, how far do you go about blaming Dice? Do you think there's anything he can do better than what he does? I do, but that's not to save the players, because they're top of the list. I would drop
7: team. Gone again. he's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll
1: go on and <laughs> ar- on and ar- on ahead of him, yeah. to be honest. Do you, you want
2: to go, Matt? Yeah, no. It's gonna roll back to the Branthwaite. Like, yeah, it is a positive, and it's got me thinking. Like, there's been a bit of a malaise hanging around the squad for a few years, but we've got players who haven't really been tainted by that. We've got Branthwaite, we've got Dobbin, we've got Jimitti, and possibly uh, the lad from Italy who's coming in, Jimmy Bitson. Like, yeah, Jimmy Biston to an extent as well. Um, but these are the players I think we should be starting. I mean. Just when they announced Brantwain's name before the match, there was, like, a big roar, just to see him in the side. And the way he plays, it's like he plays in slow motion, but in a good way. Like, the ball will come to him, and he doesn't panic at all. Yeah. He'll just swing his leg very slowly and then just pass it. Like, just for a lot of his age, nothing faces him at all. Like, that loan was the best thing for him. And, I mean, it should be him and then one of... Tarkovsky, keen, whatever. I am I'm a little competition to be the ones so that don't get it, aren't they? Those yeah, two at the absolutely. moment. Like, he, he should be first name off for me now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I don't want to get too carried away because like, I think, as Chico said in the past, he was playing against the Roman child emperor up front, <laughs> who's like, you know, was was pretty awful. Wasn't he? But he, but he, but he was good. But like, I'm so like sat and now thinking like, why was he our best player today? It's because he like, completed a few 10 yard passes
2: because he wasn't
4: completely like, incompetent.
2: No, yeah, Where everybody well, yeah, else yeah, was. Recoveries like just he did a lot and there was there was a lot of tackling going on there for the first 60 odd minutes or so like it was like a dice side we were very combative winning lots of balls especially the corey um wolves to the credit didn't do too much play acting which surprised me because i've known him for that along the years but i guess this um this raffle winner to borrow a phrase there that they got in from bournemouth has kicked that out of them but yeah we were winning lots of balls lots of tackles i haven't looked at the stats yet but there must have been quite a few and yeah after 60 minutes it just kind of dropped off and you know the stuffy goal goes in and all of a sudden it's just panic stations bring on Michael Keane it's just mess
4: He's an inch away for that a goal being a goal by the
5: way yeah, if you look yeah. at it back he's so close to that being a goal I, I think for me and, and to be honest this is something I spotted right from the start with Rafa as well even when we were winning a couple of games is you look at the possession stats in particular and we are constantly constantly ceding possession to the other team too much and, and today Wolves had the majority of possession as much as we sit around and say we dominated them they're actually large swathes of time where we let them have the ball and they do had, what they, they please
7: had 53, they had 53% of possession oh, yeah, that's too much for a home, uh, for a home yeah. game yeah that's too much and, time and
5: even the best managers will tell you that the, the, in the simplest terms the more you have of the football the more likely you are to score goals and win games and that seems to be something we're unable to grasp either through complete incompetence or panic or not being set up with a system that allows to actually keep the ball. And to be fair, I mean, sitting in the park end today, the there are a few people who got a bit too upset when we made three consecutive passes. So maybe it's their fault.
1: Um, <laughs> There's two, quite a few here on this. Hello, by the way. <laughs> Good to see you.
5: Can you say that, that's,
4: that's against a team today who's on their arse. They're absolutely on their arse. You've got Gary O'Neill, who looks like a talented manager, by the way, in the last year. They got him in on a bit of a whim from, from Bournemouth. But you look at everything else they've got, they've lost, what, The three best players, they've gone and lost them. The best player was suspended today, Nunes. Yeah, there you go. He was suspended, and you look like central defensively wise. They're all right at that, but everything else, you think this should be. I hate to say it, Mark was absolutely right. It should be three points at home. unless we forget against the side that's probably going to be the ones we have to finish above to stay up
5: yeah they'll, they'll be going away from that feeling very lucky yeah. and be, feeling very pleased that they've got that three points I think ultimately that's that's a sad indictment of how we've done because, I, yeah. so
3: the, I think the sad indictment is I came away from that game thinking Wolves are going to struggle this year and I said exactly the same after, after Fulham and it was kind of embodied by their kind of battering but was it Brentford who went to yeah. Craven Cottage last weekend? No today. yeah they did to be fair um, but I, I, I watched them for 90 minutes and thought my god they were awful and, and they're two teams that have not turned us over but they've they've obviously beaten us 1-0 and this whole you know it, it, I can't, I think it got exaggerated in the media after the Fulham game as you know Everton dominated the game they were unlucky with chances and I was like well I, I don't think you can just miss two or three sitters and say that you deserve to win the, the game. You know, if you deserve to win the game, you score sitters and you score goals. You know, we. we, well, we putting the ball in the
1: goal is quite an important part I, of being good at football. And Especially we. Especially if you can't stop it ab- well, up. <laughs>
3: well, that's it. Yeah, we, we play. We play. We are not only a team, but we also play in a league whereby if you don't score a goal now, you can expect to get beat because the games go on for about 300 minutes. <laughs> Every, everyone's got a player who's capable of scoring a goal. And unfortunately, we're a team who who were very capable of letting one in Um, so you know it, it, it's nice to pat ourselves on the back and say, like, don't don't we come out well in in the first twenty five minutes and we create good chances and you know if this didn't happen and wasn't that offside tight, you've just you've just got to you've got to beat shit teams at home if you want to stay in the league. Like all we're asking is to win ten football matches every twelve months. <laughs> that that's all that's all we ever need to do. Lost ten at
4: home last year didn't we? And if we do
3: that, we'll stay up. You know, I, I think that there does have to there does have to come a point where you know. This whole notion of accountability, not only for Daish and the club in general, but I thought a lot of the players were were accountable for that today. In terms of there's there's no one who wants to take any form of responsibility of being the person who makes sure that Everton win a football match. And I think if you play four central midfielders, which we ultimately are doing, you know we're, we're we're moving Garner out wide. I appreciate, but if you're playing four footballers who have spent their entire lives playing in a position where you are fully aware that you have to drive the entire ethos of the team you expect someone in horrible situations, whether you're 1-0 down or the 20 minutes left in the game you have to win, to take responsibility and say we need to do this, this, and this, or we have to increase the tempo, we have to pick things up, we have to get him involved in the game in order to win the game. And to a man, the the only one of the four of them who is capable of doing anything is Abdullah Dekore. And, you know, sometimes the ball goes into him and it ricochets five or six yards off him and I think, I never want to see you again. And that, that's just the obvious initial frustration. But the other three lads, and I include James Garner in this, and I know he's a young lad, but there's... there's Far too much hiding from the ball, hiding from play, hiding from the, the entire situation that we're in at the moment for me to, to be comfortable with. You know, the DeCore, he's, he's, he's not the most graceful man on the football ever, but he will get on the end of a cross, he will have a goal disallowed, he will do something. And yeah. we've got three other lads there who are, who are just hiding from playing. Okay. W- one of them is supposedly worth £70 million. Um, <laughs> and if, if we if we smell a sniff of that money in the next six days, yeah. I expect Everton to bite hands off and go out in the
1: market. Um, just to finish off, the Blue Room is a safe space, so is if it? anyone wants to talk about... Um, Can we talk
3: about
7: mental
1: health? Well, sort of, because I was going to say, does anyone just want to just... Get any grievances out about Ashley Young's corners today? Oh my
7: good god, terrible! Why is he on? Why is he on corners? The answer night?
1: to that is yes, clearly.
7: <laughs> Just felt very cathartic to get that out there right now.
1: Uh,
6: Gee,
7: honestly, have, any any ball that went into the box is being caught. Went, like, what's the point? Just
6: I mean, on, the, on, on the positive side, he beats the first man. <laughs> Oh, well. So, you know, it's something,
5: isn't it? Look, look, the bar is on. so low, it's let's, on the floor Let's give the man some credit If any of you can do this at 67 years
7: old <laughs> you, have, you? have you met, lad? <laughs> <laughs> you, me uh, <laughs> the, the
3: worst part about the corner routines Is that every single time we got one Dan Juma went over and offered short And I thought, <laughs> after corner number 17 In the 80th minute, I thought yes. Do you know what, if, if you guys go 2 on one against that defender That might be better than just lobbing yeah. it into his that's, hands that's... At
1: least lose it in a different way Way. at least give the yeah. ball away in a different
5: manner how yeah. scary is that as well that your centre forward option is going short yeah, surely the yeah. centre forward is, is the one who should be in the box competing for the ball and yet he, he was happy to stand in front of Young and then slowly trudge away to his point on the edge of the box, which I did not appreciate. What oh, I appreciated less, to be fair, is taking Danjian Roth on 90 minutes. Surely at that point, if you throw in the kitchen sink of the game, just leave him on it. finishing
1: today, I'd probably trust Keane with a one on one. Yeah, well, that, to be fair. At least Forrest got beat.
4: <laughs> anyone going to Doncaster, by the way? Um, Opponents no. next season.
7: Uh, turn that down swiftly. I had the opportunity. <laughs> I know Mags and that are going, but no.
1: Thank the, you can go there On the way to Sheffield United uh, I've
4: just sold my, just sold my Sheffield
7: United F- ticket
1: I'd seen enough at Villa Last uh, week Has anyone got anything else They just want to out, get, out, get out there Before we wrap up Can,
6: uh, can Everton do anything Right on any level No is anything?
7: Um, I Everything. thought the, the tribute
1: thing? To Mike, yes. Michael Was very good Very touching Thought we should mention that Yeah Absolutely I'd dice as well We'll 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 leave it there As Laura said Great tribute At the start uh, to Michael uh, feels like a fitting way to finish it but yeah on the pitch disappointing for the Blues cheers to everyone who came on there I've lost count how many uh, people are on I can't be saying the names it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, but cheers <laughs> for tuning uh, we'll be back after Don, is Doncaster next is that this week
7: when, right. yeah right. we are
1: yeah, we'll back then and then it's Sheffield United the Off big one City, the Tom Davis derby yes. Um, yes.
7: <laughs> I hope he has a lovely time of, of all, the, all
1: the years of Mark Mosey just abusing that lad they're going to come back to bite us on Saturday 1-0
7: yeah.
1: well, no, I hope he scores <laughs> where's he gone
4: by is he gone Sheffield
1: United has he
4: yeah I didn't know i still playing football
1: uh,
3: there you go. He's going gonna
6: to score a Carlos Alberto, yes. 1970, against us. I'm telling you. There you go. That's
1: why we're the most listened to Everton podcast. We don't know when our games are, and who our players have signed. But uh, we will we'll wrap it up but there. Stick with us. Yeah, but stick with us. Yeah. Um, cheers to everyone. Up the taffies. We'll speak us be soon.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky landslides, you
6: can get lucky
0: just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?